six sides of school I fat it no for today I hit the radio dial and turn it up all the way I play Hey guys, this is Shane. Welcome back to uh, the UK Hockey Fan Podcast. I'm here with my son, Finn. Hi, guys. And um, as you know, we uh, put out a podcast twice a week, the long-form one, usually on uh, Sunday, and uh, that one has Cliffy's Notes in the middle, which is a UK roundup section. Um, but we're trying to put out a shorter-form one in midweek because we know people don't have, uh, you can't sit down and necessarily have an hour and a half to uh, to listen to a full podcast and Chances are maybe um, your podcast time is commuting into work or, uh, you know, you're on the bus or in the car or maybe for 20, half, 20 minutes, half hour. So we're going to put um, a shorter one out midweek. So today's is a short form podcast and welcome to it. Thanks for tuning in again. We really appreciate it. And um, we're going to start to uh, this show off with um, a bit of aggravating and sad news from the world of UK hockey. Um, so you know this shop, Finn. You've got some of their stuff. Do you know who I'm talking about? Crosscheckclothing.com? Yeah, so uh, I think they're not a .com. I think they .co.uk. are a .co.uk. We'll give you their proper web address in a sec. Um, but we have uh, noticed on Instagram um, some uh, a great hockey company called Crosscheck Clothing has um, recently had their workshop broken into. And um, I've suffered break-ins in the past, when, back when I was in uni and things like that. And I know how... Uh, devastating that that could be and uh, that was just uh, at, at like a flat let alone your um, place of work and and these folks I can tell are great people and they pr- I can imagine their workshop is probably a place to hang out chat about hockey I can imagine they even probably got st- you know a couple sticks around there and all of that sort of thing and it's also a creative space for them and they make some amazing gear now what's what cross-check stuff have you got at the moment uh, I've got the basketball short things oh yeah i'm trying to remember what they're called oh they are the um oh it's a basketball player's name anyway look them up on their website so you got a couple pair of their shorts i got a couple pair of their shorts and a really cool t-shirt they got really cool designs their artwork's totally amazing and we're totally bummed out that some assholes have broken into their shop and uh and made a mess of it so um i was speaking to them on instagram yesterday and it sounds like they are recovering um, they might have been a bit slow trying to get some of their web orders because I know they're a busy and up-and-coming company and it's got to be incredibly hard to process orders from a shop that's been ransacked and that sort of thing. So hopefully they're back on track with all that. So they're um, a mail order company and you can find them online and um, their web address, uh, I'm just looking it up here. Uh, Finn, have you got it there? Uh, yeah, shop.crosscheckclothing.com. Uh, sorry, .co.uk forward slash. Okay, say it one more time because you said .com twice. <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure it's not .com. <laughs> Shop.crosscheckclothing.co.uk forward slash. So these guys are based in Rotherham, which is north of the country and um, towards the north of the company, uh, country. And uh, you'll know from having Scott and Cliff on doing Cliffy's notes in the Sunday show, uh, Scott's from Sheffield and Rotherham is literally on the doorstep of, uh, of Sheffield. It's not, not far away at all. So uh, a great UK company a great hockey company, cross-check clothing, support them. Um, we need to all always throw our support around local companies. Um, it's not all about Bauer and CCM. There's some real artistry in this business. And uh, so check them out, cross-check clothing. Right, on to least trade news. Uh, so Jake Muzzin from the LA Kings uh, was traded to the Leafs for, 
I believe, first round draft pick uh, for this year, 2019. Uh, Sean Dersey and Grundstrom. And an old bag of oranges that we had li- laying around the dressing Maybe. room. Maybe. No. Um, so you forgot an important two. word off the front of that. Canadian Jake Muzzin. Sorry. Uh, yeah. hailing from southwestern Ontario himself. And let's clear up a bit of the... Um, before we get into looking at uh, more closely at Jake and, and where he's going to slot into the team, and we'll look at his stats as well. Yeah. Really quickly, some background on him. You'll notice on social media that people have been saying that he's from... Woodstock, Ontario. They were bi- People have been saying that he's from Toronto when the, when the truth of the matter is is that he's from nearby Woodstock. And so for those people that don't know um, Ontario that well... Uh, Woodstock is about, uh, well, it's roughly about halfway between Toronto, Ontario and London, Ontario, running along the 401, uh, probably about 40 minutes outside of, a good solid 40 minutes outside of Toronto, uh, toward going west, I believe, of, of Toronto. And um, my mom used to live in Woodstock. And so I grew up around Woodstock. I grew up in uh, Stratford, Ontario, and uh, also London, went to high school in London. Uh, and so Woodstock and Stratford are, are both a total hotbed of hockey. So these are proper hockey towns in southwestern Ontario. So for Jake to be traveling home to uh, from L.A. to Woodstock, population I would guess around twenty or thirty and twenty thousand souls, maybe at the most. It's probably not even that big. Um, from L.A. Uh, back to his stomping grounds, he must be absolutely delighted. So another hometown boy comes home hot on the heels of old ninety one. John Tavares? Yeah. Tavares, who is, I believe, from Tor- actually from Toronto. Yeah, he is. Um, do you want to talk about some uh, stats about him then? Yeah, tell us his stats. Okay, so first of all, we'll get we'll get this off. Um, so he's 6'3", uh, 213 pounds, so a big guy. Um, he sh- he's left-handed. And oh I never right, left-handed. Yeah, so we all thought that was going to be a, a right-handed pickup. Yeah, so just on the UK hockey family, in our our little family squad, we've got me, who's right-handed, but a left-handed shooter. We've got you, left-handed, right-handed. but a right-handed shooter. So we're, 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 I heard this, that I'm pretty sure you're meant to have your dominant hand at the top of your stick, which means that actually you and me are correct and everyone else is wrong. <laughs> We've got uh, your brother, Jonty, who is left-handed and a left-handed shooter. And then we've got um, uh, your sister, my daughter, Poppy, who is is right-handed and a right-handed shooter. Yeah. Big up, Poppy. She's our only uh, girly player. Um, But anyway, so carry on. uh, Jake's another left-hander. Yes, another another left-hand shooter. Uh, 29 years old. So... Not too far into his uh, career, I don't well, think. Nor probably a spring half- chicken. Just about right. Yeah, but probably about halfway through. Um, he was drafted in 2007 by Pittsburgh uh, in the fifth round. Uh, as you said, he was uh, born in Woodstock, Ontario. Uh, and then we get to his stats. So this year, uh, he's played 50 games, 4 goals, 17 assists for 21 points. He's got plus minus of plus 10. Um, and then I'm pretty sure if I look here, 33 penalty minutes. 33 penalty minutes this yeah. year? All, all of this year, yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, what? Give me his stats again on height. Does it have height and weight there? Uh, yeah, uh, so he's 6'3". 6'3". 213 yeah. pounds. 213. And so uh, my favorite stat to compare that to at the moment is, uh, do you remember Kendall Coyne? So uh, she's like 5'2". Yeah, two. Two, I want to say 100 and... Is she 150 pounds? 
something. She and most like of that'll be just muscle. Thing, yeah. So uh, crazy. Okay. Uh, so great. Jake's on board. Uh, and oh, number. Yeah, they've recently revealed uh, the no- what number he's going to be wearing. So he's number eight. Because his current number is. I don't know. It just says eight on his uh, profile here. Uh, I don't know okay. what it is. Uh, I'm trying to think of his current number. Oh. Should have looked this up. I think it's. Um, but I know that he can't have that number at least because that number's being retired. I think I I've just seen a picture. I th- yeah. think he might be six. Is he number six? Uh, I'll look it up now if you wanna. Right. Uh, so so whatever number he is, he, uh, the number that um, he's currently wearing at LA has been retired. So the number that they have selected for him uh, is number eight, and I've already seen pictures of the jersey on um, social media. So we should get one of those as soon as possible because. Lord yeah. knows we've got every other. So, just look this up. He is number. He was number six. So he was number six. Okay. Uh, trying to think of who six would uh, people people will kill us um, if we uh, if we don't figure out who number six the retired number six is from. I Lee's. will have a look now. So I'm going to talk a bit about where we think Jake is going to slot in on the team. So we've already got our other awesome Jake, whom we love, Jake Gardner. Um, but he's not slotting in with Jake because Jake is happily um, paired with. Ron Hainsey, I believe. No, he's not with Hainsey. I'm pretty sure he is. Is he? Um, is, I'm pretty sure. Not Riley. Oh no, it's it's um. It is uh, Muzzin who's going to be paired with Riley. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Morgan Riley, Jake Muzzin, then I maybe Gardner, Dermot. Yeah, Zaitsev. Zaitsev and Hainsey. That's what it is. So it's Zaitsev and Hainsey pushed. For, uh, Hainsey's pushed out down, I think. From Jake Gardner's line. Uh, and um, so there's a bit of a tic-tac downwards. And so Muzzin's going to be sitting across from Riley, and that will be totally awesome. Yeah, so the great thing about this is, so looking, uh, as you can tell probably from the stats, he's not a pure point producer like uh, Riley or Gardner last season, right? Uh, which is good because we need a stay-at-home defenseman. You know, he picks up points. At, obviously, he doesn't have, like, zero points or whatever. Um, but he, he picks up points, but he'll be that stay-at-home defenseman that we can rely on to play pure defensive. And uh, with his plus 10 as well, it just shows that he doesn't let in many goals either. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So it's exactly what we need. Um, it's so clear that uh, Dubas is, is um, locked on. Uh, what we need. So, what are? Let's recap the big uh, Kyle Dubas sc- scores so far. So he was responsible for finally bottoming out the Nylander contract. So yeah, he got Nylander signed Tavares in the off season. Yeah. So before that, he was responsible for bringing Tavares to Toronto, um, which came as a total surprise. Yeah, exactly. Um, everyone thought he was going to go back to the island, especially with uh, Lou Lamorello as the next G- as the new GM. Yeah, he's yeah. a very good GM. Um, Muzzin just got Muzzin. Yeah, just got Muzzin, and um, I'm trying to think. Any more whispers out there? You can be sure he's after another defender. He'll be after another one. But however, with this trade, uh, especially with what was given away, of what could have been given away, like Kapanen, Janssen, some prospects like uh, Timothy Lilligren or Rasmus Sandin, uh, all great players, right? Yeah. And uh, all potential pra- uh, trade, and they're very high potential, which means that they'll have a uh, good uh, uh, high value high value trade um, just showing that he so uh, and our, our first round pick uh, will if we well we're doing well now right yeah. which means that even if we even if we don't win 
in the playoffs. We're almost guaranteed right now to go to be in the playoffs, especially if we keep doing well. Oh God, don't say guaranteed. <laughs> oh, I said almost. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, jinx, jinx, jinx. <laughs> um, but if we keep on doing well, that that draft pick will be pretty much worth nothing, which means that it's not too bad, right? And then giving away uh, Dursey and Grundstrom, um, they're not too uh, they're not too good. I'm not sure they would have made the Leafs roster, which means that we basically gave away things that will mean mean pretty much nothing to us right now, and we don't need, um, and then turn them in for something that we really do need, which is a kind of a steal of a trade. I I think anyway. I think so too. I think it was a really smart trade, really good trade. Uh, no cap issues there uh, created by that. Uh, so no, it's awesome. Uh, really pleased with that. Um. Oh, by the way, I've got that uh, number six that was retired by the Leafs, if you want to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Who was it? I'm going to feel like an idiot now. Ace Bailey. Ace Bailey. I, I feel like less of an idiot now. Um, Ace Bailey. Right, okay. That's a while back. Uh, uh, yeah, because I, I, I'm pretty sure in the Leafs that they have like almost like... Oh, uh, yeah, it was just, just Ace Bailey because I know there's, uh, there's, like, there's a couple um, numbers here retired by the Leafs that are uh, more than one player. But yeah, Ace Bailey was the retired number six. Okay, cool. Now, um, the bummer about to, uh, today's show is that we're, there's been no hockey. There's literally been nothing, so we've already been through the All-Star, which is probably all the hockey that's Yeah, we happened. talked about that in the last one. If you want to hear our take on the All-Star weekend and the amazing um, girly um, uh, players and, and all that that happened, uh, that was in our last podcast. There hasn't been a, another NHL game since. And uh, Leafs play first game is Saturday. Yeah. Oh, Friday night. It's Saturday morning for us. Friday night for uh, everybody in North America, which means um, early, early Saturday morning for us. Yeah, I think it's twelve oh, o'clock just, or twelve thirty. Uh, yeah, it's um <laughs> half past midnight uh, for us on Friday. Twelve thirty face off here in the UK, uh, which is probably seven thirty uh, back uh, Ooh, uh, we in, in North America. Yeah. and we're playing against who are we facing off against? We're playing against Detroit Red Wings. Oh, right, okay. Um, however, we have a back-to-back. Oh, right, so, so play, Friday and Saturday. So we play uh, at Detroit uh, oh, it's on a home, Friday night. A home away. And then we play at home against Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. On, oh, uh, Pittsburgh. Saturday. Fantastic. So a great weekend of hockey coming up. Um, do you know what I f- was going to talk about? Um, do you remember we covered something called the glow puck? In oh, a, uh, uh, in twi- back in an episode in 2018, I think we talked about glow puck. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay, so I don't know about I don't know if you or anybody else out there listening caught the whole business about NHL trying all this rubbish again. Uh, so on the All Star weekend, there was a um, when you watch some of the recaps, um, I saw I suddenly saw something show up that I thought, hang on, that looks a bit like glow puck. Do you know what I'm talking about, Finn? Did you see any of this? Um. It might have been in the cup. I'm pretty sure I saw it like once or twice in like the highlight reel of the uh, games, the All Star games. So, so NHL are trying th- this thing again, and uh, and what I'm trying to think of what they're calling. It. They're calling it. Uh, so it's hashtag high tech hockey. If you check this out on uh, on the likes of Twitter or whatever, uh, but they're calling it advanced tracking. And uh, here, take a look at this. Uh, see if I can get it up for you. So we're looking at a picture of it, and essentially, what it is is that. Um, when oh my goodness! When so your players come on the ice, um, it, uh, it if you switch this thing on, what it is is it shows their name 
and number like and above their head as if they're in a team. video game. So this I have heard about this. Um, obviously, uh, so I heard this on Steve's Angle podcast. Shout out to you guys. Um, but they were talking about this, and if this was on, it wasn't a thing of um. So as as we we just seen this, so uh, it's. Uh, yeah, that, that business NHL? is just we're yeah we're just looking at uh, NHL's Twitter feed here where they show like yeah, a video so with everybody's name sort of in a plaque above their head. Yeah, so this was so the the video we we're, we're watching here is the like the warm up or whatever. Yeah, so it so had people from every team, so like a swarm of people. Yeah, so they never actually turned it off. Oh so, no! So in some so, of the feed. so if if you turned on the high tech thing, yeah. They didn't have it where who who whoever go it was or whoever was touching the puck. Yeah, it was their name. If you turned it on, yeah, you either had it on or you either had had it on and everyone's name was on, so you could just about see the players themselves. Yeah, if they're if they're all in like a certain space, like especially in a game. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, or you had it off. You just didn't see their names at all, and unless you were like proper hockey fan, you wouldn't know who the players were, right? Yeah. Okay. So because they're from every team in the All Star game. Exactly. Yeah. So. So, this was on the Steve Dangle podcast. They're talking about this, and um, it was just like if if you uh, if you saw it, it was just confusing. You can you could barely tell because uh, when they're in a, all in a tight space, they're all the plaques are overlapping, yeah. so they're pretty much pointless anyway. So, yeah. The, so the little si- if you check it out on uh, NHL's Twitter feed, and I think if they're just like at NHL or something, um, you'll see the video that we're talking about, and it shows the warm up in the All Star game, and so you've got the whole roster for both teams out there. So you got like 15, 20 guys per side out there, all of them with their name uh, virtually dangling above them as they skate around the ice, and it's an absolute mess. So that obviously gets better when it reduces down to uh, five five guys on uh, on a side, and so there is space, and you can sort of see. So, but it wasn't just. I don't think it's just name tags i think there's also so that's why i b- brought up glow puck earlier because we talked about the glow puck and and, and yeah um, if you remember glow puck was something that they brought out in like the what in the early 90s or something like that where um the puck itself used to glow blue and then if somebody uh, took a big slap shot then uh, it turned into like a it looked like it was on fire or something like that as it flew along and they thought that this would help people follow the game more. So I saw some graphics like that. And so folks that are listening, you're going to have to check this out on the internet for yourself. But I saw some other graphics that showed lines, um, showed lines drawn, virtual lines drawn on the Oh, I- for the players, the like lines of skate. Or, uh, yeah, things like lines. that. The kind of thing that you'd normally see it like um, at the interval when, you know, you have coach's corner or somebody like that but not that like actual computer drawn ones that show the line of the skater and the line of the puck and the and where the puck got shot and if somebody sauced a pass across the ice the angle that that took and that sort of thing and i think that technology is all part of it as well and uh, and i gotta be honest for the life of me i don't get it no i i don't get the glow puck i don't i never understood that i don't get the technology of what they're trying to do here it looks a lot like um surprisingly like you know the um nhl uh video game or whatever oh yeah yeah, like yeah. a console game you'd see that sort of thing and the kind of thing you could switch on and off and everyone in their right mind keeps it switched off um but and i think their justification so their justification do you remember why they said they wanted to th- introduce the glow puck wasn't it to get uh people that hadn't watched the game before so they could n- they knew where the puck was yeah i think that somehow in some patronizing fashion 
that they uh, thought that it would th- the game would be more accessible for people that were new spectators if they somehow made the puck glow because it would be easier to follow. So somehow their their um, crack market uh, research must have s- a few people in some focus group somewhere must have said, do you know what I'd li- I sort of like th- like the game. I think I like the game, but the the puck just moves too fast for me to keep my eye on it. And like, oh, I got an idea. We'll make it glow. Uh, would that help? Oh might help actually and that person never watched another nhl game in their life uh, and the rest of us got stuck with glow puck for a while and so i think i'm guessing that these changes that they're trying to make or are again trying to somehow involve uh computer graphics like that is to attract somehow a new audience or something and i would guess it goes along uh, it's it's aimed at your younger audience who are used to being glued to a console all day i was going to say that i was going to say um because the all-star games so normal games for the younger kids even in canada it's on like, like 7 p.m on on a, on a school night for some kids uh they won't be up up to watch it right they'll, they'll probably be going to bed or something uh around the time it starts which means that this all-star game uh the whole all-star weekend is something that they can probably watch right because yeah. it's at the weekend there's no school um so even though it was in san jose uh and that was uh that was like some crazy some crazy time for us and it would have been like probably 10 11 for them it's still a weekend right and the one good thing that they did this year is they had the skills competition on the friday night yeah which means also no school the next day that's right and then the games on the saturday night yeah it makes it more of a family thing which makes sure. it more of a a thing that a family can watch which and is the whole idea behind having hockey on friday and saturday nights too yeah exactly um but i'm gonna guess that the reason they tried all this out is for the younger viewers to see if they like it um and probably and for as as you said for the people that probably just just started watching again but um i think the reason that they used it in the all-star game is to try it out uh in something that isn't like a proper league game right and if if it works it gets for good reviews and then they might start putting it into some actual regular season NHL games. Yeah. And this is kind of just like a test. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's definitely not a thing now. It was definitely just testing something else out. Uh, I can't see how it will attract anybody other than repulse people. But, you know, I just thought I'd bring it up again because we were talking about the glow puck, you know, only, um, you know, just the end of last year. And here's another crazy computer thing. It's like they keep finding bits of computer equipment and trying to figure out what to do with them. You know, oh, we'll plug it in here. That's oh, look. It's not, not not just random bits of computer equipment. Computers uh, equipment from, like, video games from, like, the 90s. See, oh yeah, they plugged, they plugged in the NHL feed to somebody's Sega Mega Drive. Oh, I actually saw this thing. I saw a picture. Some Someone posted a picture of... Um, uh, I, I, I don't know if it was a normal person or just... Um, or, or like uh, someone that works in the NHL, but someone had cut one of those glow puck things in half, and it was literally a normal puck, but there was like weights in it, and then in and then in between the weights in between the little cut they made were two like these like circuit board things. What? But yeah, it like genuinely inside the puck. I'll try and find it later. So do, I'll show do you know you. what this sounds uh, like? Is uh, blind hockey? Blind, and we've got a mate who plays um, oh, unsighted hockey. Yeah. And let's get in touch with him and, and see if we can get him on. Because he'd be great to have on the show. Yeah, definitely. Right, that's one for the, uh, that's one for us to think about. Okay, listen. Uh, anything else to say? This is, we we're going to try and keep this super short because people are on their way to work and w- and whatnot. Yeah, so we'll keep this short. One other thing we need to announce: big thing that uh, just launched. Uh, you want to you want to tell everyone? No, you go for it. Okay, so we have uh, a new website. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so we now have. 
in addition to our social media outlets, um, we also have a website. And if, if you uh, want to f- uh, fire by there, you'll find us at uh, www.ukhockeyfan.co.uk. Uh, and uh, there's not a lot on there at the moment, just uh, a couple uh, hideous pictures of us, if you don't know what we look like, uh, a couple of pictures of the rest of the UK hockey fam and their hockey gear. Uh, you can get um, all our podcast archive is available directly from the website. And uh, we'll start building it out with more, probably put some competitions on there. I know we've got some lease jerseys that we want to give away. Yeah. Um, and uh, so check out our new website if you get a chance. It's, uh, it looks good on mobile or desktop, uh, so um, check it out. And while we're checking that out, um, let's do a quick check on our social media handles. So you can find us. The, the best place to find us where we're most active is probably Instagram. Yeah. You can find us on there, and we are at UK... UK Hockey Fam. UK Hockey Fam. We don't have any underscores yep, there. No. So we're at UK Hockey Fam on uh, Instagram, and uh, it's quite... And on Twitter, I think we might be UK underscore hockey underscore fam on Twitter. Oh, no. So, uh, other way. So, right, right. on Instagram, we're at UK underscore hockey underscore fam. And on Twitter, we got uh, we got the actual name. We got at, at, UK, at hockey. UK hockey fam. And uh, if you want to get in touch with Finn, uh, who's obviously the more knowledgeable of the pair of us about um, Leafs and loads of stuff to do with hockey, especially playing minor league hockey, Finn, your Twitter is... Instagram. Oh no! Sorry, your Instagram is uh, at Finray One. At, at Finway Finray One. So so check us out on there. We've also got a Facebook group. If you go on there, you'll find us as UK Hockey Fam on Facebook. Uh, listen, a couple quick shout outs again. Shout outs to um, our friends at Puck Stop in Sheffield, an awesome shop. If you live in the north of the UK, check them out. Um, uh, Hermes Sports in London, Ontario. Um, if you um, if you're around southwestern Ontario or anywhere near London, check in, check out uh, the good people at Hermes. They deal with our skates when we're home. Uh, sports screen, uh, great screen, great uh, great training equipment, and it's really helped. W- I know both with both of our shots, so definitely check them out. Yep, standing offer there. If you're anywhere around Oxfordshire or the southeast of England, and you want to check out a sports screen or have a couple shots, just get in touch with us on one of the um, channels that we mentioned. Come by and rip a few pucks at, at uh, UK Hockey Fam HQ. Um, also, All Star Sports in uh, here in um, the sort of southeast and uh, Swin- just outside of Swindon. Great friend of ours, Clark Ian Clark, uh, owns a shop there. All Star Sports. Um, who else have we got? Uh, Bionic blades, amazing skate blades. You got to check these out. Both Finn and I use them and swear by them, and they're now distributed in the in uh, th- in the UK. So they have made it over here. If you don't have a pair yet, I can guarantee you'll want a pair very soon because all your lineys will have them. You can get them at Ian's All Star Sports, and you can also get them at Puck Stop. Possibly some other places. We'll find out, and we'll uh, we'll give those guys a plug as well. Uh, one last thing um, on, on on our website, there's also uh, a link to our email. So if for some reason you don't have a social media, drop us an email. Any questions or anything you want to say? Yep, and that email address is ukhockeyfam at gmail dot com. Yeah, is it dot com? Yep. We've been struggling with this. Yeah. UKHockeyFam at gmail.com. Right. That's it. We're getting off. Um, we've made it just under, well, just over 25 minutes or something. Listen, everybody, have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in. We just are blown away by the support that you guys are showing us. And so have a good one. And we'll talk to you again on Sunday. Yeah. See you guys on Sunday. Hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good.